in right now there is somebody here I saw a vision right now what is going to happen is I see a moment of breakthrough coming for somebody today I see an egg in the realms of the spirit I said Lord what does this mean he said somebody needs to move to their next level but after the end of this message your next level will welcome you in the name of Jesus I don't think you understood what I just said I said your next level will welcome you in the name of Jesus whatever has become a blockade in your next level is giving way today in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Ghost let's go to the book of Galatians chapter 6 Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 to 8 the Bible said in the message translation it said don't be misled no one makes a fool of God what a person plans he will have us the person who plans selfishness ignoring the needs of others ignoring God harvest a crop of weeds all he will have to show for his life is weeds but the one who plants in response to God letting God's spirit do the growth work in him harvest a crop of real life eternal life amen I want to continue the series I started on what you sow is what you are, is what you reap. It said, whatever you sow become the determinant factor to decide what will come out of it. And oftentimes than not, we think because we are Christians, because we come to church, there are things that must automatically happen to us. But when it comes to the things of God, things are not automatic. There are things we do to trigger some things to happen. And I believe that whatever trickling that is needed in your life, God will cause it to happen. That you will experience that level of breakthrough you are hoping for in Jesus' name. Now in Galatians, Paul was writing to the Galatian church. And he made some profound statement. Uh, if you've not had the opportunity of listening to the first and second and third of the series, please try and do so on the podcast. Amen. I will not go back. I just want to move forward quickly. Amen. And I did express to you that because of the available, availability of, uh, what do you call it, of, of alternatives, it's very important for us to come to the point to appreciate that we need to make choices in life. And every choice we will make has got a result, the outcome. Now, therefore, if you go to school and you study, there is an expectation that is surrounded around those who study and those who study there are things that come out of it it said whatsoever a man soweth is that which he will reap when we talk about that scripture we are not talking about quantity but we are also talking about the specificity we are talking about the species when you plant corn don't expect banana because they are not the same what you plant is what you reap but in agriculture, we are also told that there is a difference, there is a great 
uh, difference quantitatively when it comes to what we sow there is a great difference if you sow three corn in the soil you don't expect three corn you expect more so the harvest is bigger than the world than the seed tell your neighbor the harvest is bigger than the seed so if you are planting whatever you must understand that what you sow is what you reap. I believe that if you've not listened to the first, second, and third, second, uh, the first and second part of this message, please try and do so. I'm moving to the part three today, and I've entitled it "What You Sow Is What You Reap." Choice. I'm still on choices, but today I'm going to dwell on knowing God. Tell your neighbor, know God. Last week I said the first choice we make in life. We pick it from the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. The Bible said, it said, and of the children of Issachar, no, no, let's not go there, 1, 3, 2. Let's go to 2 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 to 3. In 2 Chronicles, we see three choices that are here. And I said that the choices we have to make, the fundamental one, or the first one, is in this text. We said, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah, the son of Obed. And he went out to meet Asa, and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah, and Benjamin, and the Lord is with you. And the Bible said, that While ye be with him, if ye seek him, ye will find him. He will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a, a long season, this is where it is. For a long season, Israel has been without the true God. Number one, without a teaching priest. Number two, number three, without law. So these are choices we make and this was a choice that Israel made. And I spoke about the true God. The first choice you have to make, that is the beginning of every greatness in your life, is you have to choose a great God. You have to choose the true God. Amen. I spoke about it last week. If you have the podcast, seek the podcast and listen. Today I want to talk about um, dwelling on before your greatness will manifest you choose God number one when you choose God it is the beginning of the journey the next level which is the teaching priest what does the priest does the priest will introduce you give you the things you need to be able to know God so if you happen to be born again that is why when you became born again, they told you to look for a Bible-believing church and go. Because after you become born again and you begin to partner with God, the next level is for you to intensify and gratify your relationship with God. So when you become born again and you have contact with God, it is not the end of the process, it is the beginning of the process. And the next level is a choice we make. There are people who have become born again, but they don't want to move to the next level and begin to know God for themselves. Praise the Lord. 
So the second stage, which is the choice you have to make for yourself, is that you have to decide, you have to purpose in your life and purpose in your choice making to prioritize the activities that will cause you to know God for yourself. Praise the Lord. So the second stage, this point is where the individual choose to be teachable in the things of God. You have to be teachable in the things of God. When we refer to the teachableness of an individual, it means the, ava- the availingness of oneself to subject yourself to be taught and know the things you need to know. After we choose God, the next stage is for us to know him. Our walk with God, listen to this. Our walk with God goes beyond the associational level. Say associational. Say associational. It goes beyond the associational level and it moves on to the level called a relational level. So when you begin to know God, it is not just associating yourself to the children of God, to the people of God. You must have a relationship with God. So what I want you to understand is that I want you to forget what you know outside. And let's talk about scriptures. We have so many people who have become born again, but haven't moved to the level of relational. They don't have a relationship with God. And they think they they can receive the benefit that comes to those who has got relationship with God. If you know God, there is a level of pleasureness that comes your way that the one who doesn't know him will not enjoy. Praise God. It is one thing to it is one thing to have uh, it is one thing to know that I am called Benjamin, but it takes another level of relationship to get to know me. And the benefit of God and the and the and the, and the pleasureness or the the benefit we get from God, it is not just in our association around him, but it is in our relational relationship with him. Say a relationship. Praise the Lord. I don't like the way you are all quiet like this. Amen. In Romans chapter 8, the Bible said in Romans chapter 8 verse 29, the Bible said, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to conform to the image of a son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. When we become born again, there is a prescription of an attitude that God predestined you. So when you became born again, the Bible said, for whom he foreknew. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 15, it said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. That your seed, your, your fruit may what? Abide. So when you become born again, there is a predestination that God gives to you. Predestination is subscribed, uh, is extrapolated from two words. Pre means before, destination means end. So before you start your journey, he throws you to the end of your journey and you begin to work your way out to the end. Praise the Lord. 
That is why the scripture said, regardless of what I'm going through, there is certainty and assurance of my end. Because no matter what I go through, I know he who have predestined me will take me to my destination. That is why there is an assurance in the sweat, which say that all things will work together for good. Because I've chosen to love. The word love goes beyond associating with the people who know God, but it goes with having a relationship with the God of the people. Tell your neighbor you must know God. This knowing God, nobody can do it for you. You got to make this yourself. It doesn't matter whether your father is a pastor. It is not by association. Whether your, your girlfriend, your fiance, or your, your wife, your husband is more prayerful and you are not prayerful. It is an individualized choice we make in life. You need to choose to know him. We have so many people who are born again. They've associated themselves with the people of God. And the Bible, and we see them not having the, not having the confirmation of God. I'll prove it to you in a minute. In Matthew, the, the word here in, in Romans chapter 8, 29, look at what it says. It said that they might, uh, it said in the verse, it said, he also predestined to be conformed. To conform to what? To the image of God. So when you become born again and you have a contact with God, what is expected of you is that when I see you, I have to see God. Because that is the priority of God. He predestined you. He wants you to look like him. If I look at the way you behave, it tells me how Jesus behaved. That is why the world are confused. Because when they read the Bible and they see the Jesus in the Bible, it's contradistinctive to the believer we see around us. Why? Because it is a choice. But what is the benefit in, in choosing Jesus, in, in choosing God, and not wanting to be like him? It's a waste of time. And the choice you choose to know him is the choice that will determine whether you will know him or not. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, the Bible said, And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, what moves us to the place of conforming to the image of God is not in our choosing him, it's in our following him. Praise God. Hallelujah. If somebody told you when you become born again, it is something easy, the person lied to you. There is so many counterfeit. There is so many fake. But until you meet the real one, you cannot detect the fake one. Did you hear what I just said? Until you meet the real one, you can't detect the real one. He said that follow me and I will make you. The word follow means copy. He said copy me and I will make you. I preached a message some time ago. The making is in the following. Tell your neighbor the making is in the following. So when you begin to know God, when you choose God, you must follow God. How do I follow God? How do I follow God? The Bible says in the book of John chapter 4 verse 24. It says God is the spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth. 
Do you hear what I said? I am going to follow who? God. If I'm going to follow God, if you are going to follow Usain Bolt, you have to exercise more. Because you got to know that he's very fast. Praise the Lord. Now, if you want to follow God, the first thing you must know about God is that God is a spirit. And they that worship him must not worship him in the flesh, but must worship him in the world, in the spirit. In Romans chapter 8 verse 4, it says, For as many as are led, the word led can be connected to following. Because Jesus said a segment, he said, I do nothing than that which I see my father doing. So I replicate, I I re- I am I am a copycat. I I I I I I don't want to use replication. I I produce the same kind. So when you meet a, a dog, when ma, when you have a dog and the dog gives birth, you shouldn't see a cat. You should see a dog. Praise the Lord. When you became born again, you were born to look like God. Come on, you didn't get what I just said. When you became born again, you should cease to look like your father, your earthly father, and begin to have some res- When people who are fleshly see you, they will should tell you, you look like your father. Because they can relate to you sensually. But when somebody who is spiritual sees you, they should see that you look like God. Not the devil, because you were not born by the devil. You were born by God. I thought you put your hands together there. <laughs> so now the first journey is that God is a word, is a spirit. Now if God is a spirit, I'm going to follow him. So I must check myself. As I said, if I'm going to run with you, symbol, I have to check my speed. So I took myself on the skill and I begin to dissect and bisect and contrast all the sets. And when I realized and I looked into myself, I knew that I was tripartite. I was in three parts. And I said, if I'm going to follow him, I have to check myself. So I realized that I am a spirit. But also, I have a soul. And I have a body. Now, these three things must follow God. The spirit is the medium through which God deals with man and woman. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our own image and in, in our likeness. And let them have dominion. You can't have dominion if you, if you don't look like him. You don't get it. I said, you can't have dominion if you are not like him. Praise the Lord. That they spoke about dominion of the fowls and of the of the cattle and of the, over all over all the earth and over all creeping things. Then they continue. Now the body of a man cannot be forced to do anything it doesn't want to do. This body cannot do anything. It cannot be forced. But what happened is that. So the biggest challenge. What happened is that you have a spirit, a soul, and a body. Your soul is between, it, com- it speaks to the spirit and it speaks to the, to the body. Now, whatever your body is doing is as a result of what your soul is instructing. But you can't follow God 
in just your body. You must follow God in your spirit to command your world, your body. But you can command your body to control your spirit. So the, so the problem is that it is the soul that is the decider. Now, what you need to understand here is that when you became born again, the soul of a man is three parts. It's are three things, namely, the mind, the will, and emotions. So your mind plays a role in your soul. Your will plays a role in your emotions. And all of these things must be controlled. All of these things must look like God. Must be like God. Must behave like God. When I see your emotions, when I see your mindset, the way you think, I got to know that it is God. When I see the way you will think, the choices you make, I need to see that this is God. It cannot be made by a man. So if you are making a godly choice, it must be spiritual. And if it must be spiritual, then it must have the influence of the spirit. Praise the Lord. The soul is the mediator, the decision maker for both the spirit and the body. The soul receives information from the senses, hearing, sight, taste, smell, touch, feeding our spirit. That is what the Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 8 verse 18. It said, take it therefore how ye hear. For whosoever has. Put that stick on my thing. It said, take heed therefore how ye hear. For whosoever has, to him shall be given. And whosoever has not, from him shall be taken even which, that which he has, he has in his hands. What am I saying? You must take heed to what you hear. Praise the Lord. If your emotions are controlled, then by your senses, precious one, you can hear everything. When you become a Christian, I must see the things you hear. When I see the things you hear, it must be the things God delights in hearing. Praise the Lord. What are you listening to? The Bible said in the book of Genesis that the man was in the garden. And he was hearing the voice of God, listening to the whispering of God, listening to the dictatorship, the instructions of God. And the Bible said that the woman decided to listen to the devil. And by so doing, it changes her priorities. The problem you are having is that you want to change your actions without wanting to control what triggers your actions. And when you become born again, you must make a decision to want to work on your soul. There are certain times when you are slapped, you want to react. But there is something that must influence your body. That is your spirit must take hold of your body. The Bible says the spirit also communicates through the soul to the body. It becomes a transmit, a transmitter that gives us the information. In Proverbs chapter 20 verse 27, it says the spirit of a man, come on. Is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly? It is your spirit that becomes the navigator. We were praying one of the when was it? One of the days during this week, and we finished the prayer. Okay, 
When we finished the prayer, I heard something in my spirit straight away. That God said he must favor somebody today. Somebody needs favor. Immediately I said, let's pray for somebody because somebody today needs favor. Not knowing there was a family who needed favor and the Lord appeared not on on Saturday, it, the Lord appeared on Friday and confirmed it on Friday. Said things cannot be triggered by the by the by the body. It's triggered by the spirit. Oh, I thought you clapped. You don't understand it. You must understand spiritual things. Listen, it is not the Bible said the things that we see today was called out of things that could not be seen. So what control what you see? It's not what you see, but what you can see. When you choose, you must choose God. That is a fact. That is the truth. But when you choose him, you must work on yourself to know him. That is what we call having cononia, fellowship with him. The spirit of a man must be empowered by our soul to long for God more. When we empower our spirit, we position ourselves to know the mind of God. He said, who has known the mind of God that he may instruct? You are not instructed because you don't know the mind of God. You have become too sensual. You have become too fleshly. You have become too calculative. Everything about you is plus and minus. But I came to tell you that when you walk with the Lord, there are things you don't go through because you become spiritually minded. And the reason why most Christians are worried is because we are too conscientious about ourselves and how things must happen. Hallelujah. You talk to a believer about something spiritual and they, they haven't got the ability to comprehend and apprehend. So they relate it to sensuality. Praise God. You chose to worship God. You chose to. If you chose to follow God, make a decision to want to know Him. It is not just associating with Him. It's not just showing me the church you go. I want to see the confirmation of God in you. And we work day and night. He said we are pressed on every side. But we make sure we want to look like Him. Our joy, satisfaction, priority, delight, our, our longiness and craviness is wanting to be like him. In wanting to be like him, it's the same as wanting to please him. <laughs> there are certain things you can never see, you can never feel until you are spiritual. There are certain decisions you can never make. Unless you are spiritual. The Bible said in the fleshly state of Jesus. He prayed the prayer in Gethsemane. He said if it be possible. Let this cup run. It is a fleshly point. But the Bible said he engaged in an activity. That triggered his spirit. And he said now no more. Let that will be done in my life. I remember when. In a very. In secondary school time. I remember I was walking like this. And I, at that time, I was more brutal. I was more... At, at that time, I, I, I just... I was crazy, more crazier. Uh, but now I am more matured a bit. So I was walking and I saw a dog that was lying down at one side of a gate. 
And I had to pass close to that gate. And I decided to pray in the spirit. Uh, to the canal mind, it will tell you, change your course. Go through the other road. But I said, this is a shortcut. I need this road. And I looked at myself and I started speaking in the spiritual language. And when I prayed to certain level, I started walking. By the time I was getting closer to the dog, the dog fell asleep completely. Why? I understand spiritual things. I remember when I was very young. I'm so young. I remember a friend of mine in secondary school. The senior approached me. Chapel proof and said, my mother is broke. Every business of hers was down. He said, nothing of hers is moving on. I said, don't worry. Let me meet your mother. I have a God who is a miracle worker. When I saw the physical appearance of the woman, she was so exquisite. She was so splendiferous. Her physical appearance was so splendid. I look at her and her physical pulchritude will make you bow your head. I saw this woman who was supposed to be blessed and favored. She had so many contacts, but all contacts have been cut off. When I met the woman, I said from today, God said I should tell you, something is happening in your life. After 28 days something happened to the woman we call it miracle every door that was shut began to open why because we believe in spiritual things he said we call things that are not as though they were he said when you are spiritual then you can believe God to make a way where there seems to be no way I am here to tell you that God is spiritual tell your neighbor God is spiritual I met a woman who told me, anytime I become pregnant, I get, I get miscarriage. I said, don't worry. I know a God. I prayed with her. And after I said to her, this month you will conceive. When she conceived, I was in junior high school at that time. When she conceived, she was so happy. I said, don't be happy yet. Because I want you to know the God I serve. Because the level you are in, you've gone through before. After the first month, the pregnancy was still there. After the first month, she phoned me from school uh, some of you may not know this there was some things in the calabash that was placed in front of her door there was some enchantment and things right placed in front of her door she couldn't touch it she called me at that time I was very very tiny and I came and I took it I said I don't know about this thing but I don't control my body by my body I control my body by my spirit I took that thing and I chuck it into the bean. After two nine months, that woman gave birth. Why? Because I believe in the spirit. I don't know what you know. I don't know what fleshly person I've told you that you will not make it in life. I am here to tell you that our God is a spirit. And if he's a spirit, he controls the affairs of humanity. Tap your neighbor and say, get ready for something great. Oh my God, my Bible said in Psalm 63, verse 1 to 2. Now David was talking, look at what he said. In Psalm 63, verse 1 to 2, David made a choice. He said, oh God, you are my God. He said, I've made that decision. He said, oh God, you are my God. Because I've chosen you to be my God. He said, Ellie will ask seek. He said, what? He said, Ellie will ask seek you. 
He said, my soul would test for you. My flesh long for you in the dry and testy land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and to see your glory. When you begin to know God, you begin to move into an atmosphere and you begin to walk into a dimension of power and glory. I don't know what you know, but I'm here to tell you that when God called you, when you gave your life to God and you decided to follow him, he made your life beautiful. He you, he sanctify you, he sets you apart, and for you to show, for you to expedite the glory and his power. I am here to tell somebody the Lord has not finished with you yet, you have not encountered him yet. If you walk in the place of knowing him, you shall see his power. Come on, shout power. Oh my God, uh, the power of God is not made known to everybody. It goes for those who know him. And when you begin to know him, it begins to work on your mindset. I remember many years ago, my head teacher looked at me and told me you were a mountain nothing. At that time, I couldn't even spell girl. When I spell girl, I sometimes spell it G-L-I-R. I couldn't spell it. I was so bad that even even the devil accepted me and said you are bad. But when I encountered God, he said to me, I will touch your life. I will transform you. The word transform means to change image. When something is transformed, if you have watched a transformer movie before, it's a human being who is walking. And before you realize, it changed to a car. Which means when you see the outcome that have been transformed, it cannot be connected to the beginning. What God is about to do with you. Your beginning has not got any inclination to see what God is about to do. The Bible says he took Joseph who was in the pit. He didn't become just a human being. He became a prime minister. God said I should tell you if you begin to know him you'll begin to see his glory. Tell your neighbor not the Lord. The reason why we have so many confused Christians is because you don't know him. Ah, you have to know him. The second level talk about knowing him, and it's related to the priests. The priests will lead you to God to know God. Why do you think there is so much attack on the church? Let me tell you a secret. Are you ready for the secret? Woman, woman, a woman. When God created man, the word man is what we get father from. The word father means source. Woman is what we call helpmate. So whatever woman has got womb the womb cannot produce it contains that is why when i see men the bible never said that men are important than women it never said that because you need a womb to carry a seed without the womb you can't carry the seed so it is not about who is higher than who 
Now, the word father means souls. There are two souls you have to get. Number one, your earthly father is a source. That is why my ministry saturates itself around the family. Don't dishonor your father. It is your mother who will teach you the heart, who would guide you into the heart of your father. So don't disrespect your wall, your mother. It's a lean on the teachings of your mother. And neglect not the instructions of your father. Now, the father means souls. There are two things you need that will make you great in life. You need a father. Earthly father. But also, you need your heavenly father. Because your heavenly father becomes your source. Your earthly father has got a dimension, a limitation they can send you. When you, are, when you look at the Old Testament, anytime the children of Israel were going for battle, the priests were positioned strategically. The reason why there is so much attack on churches, on pastors especially, is because they are moving the church. They are those who are making nonsense in town. Do you know the kind of power behind them? You have no idea. The world in which we live in, I've got something here. Somewhere. Thank you. The world in which we live in, precious one, listen. You need a spiritual guidance. God, there are certain things you can't see. In the Old Testament, some people will tell you that the priest went into the holies of holies and interceded for the people. Does it mean that the appearance of Jesus and elate all of them, their benefit? No. The priests occupy a very important level. There are times people have come to church and the Lord have used me to minister, the leadership to minister to them. There are things you cannot detect. It can only be detected by the father. When the prodigal son came back, the brother couldn't understand why the father should accept him. It's the father anointing that causes him to forgive in the place where he should reject. Precious one, your responsibility is to know God. David said in Psalm, Psalm 42, verse the number 1 to 2, he said, as the deer panted for the water broke, so panted my soul after thee, O God. My soul tests of God for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? If you have God, the reason why you are encountering trouble is you don't know God. I am not perturbed by whatever comes around me. I am not moved by whatever fight against me because I have a God. When David confronted Goliath, men were looking at the physical appearance of Goliath. But David said, I come to you in the name of my God. What are you confronting? It is not what you go through that matters in this world. It's who you go through with. Praise the Lord. And if you know God, something will happen to you. Let me rush this question. The first thing you do to know God is you must be willing to study his word. Uh, why do we say that my, my late father, my late parents, regardless of the sophistication of their time, they made time to study the word of God. It got to our time, we said we don't have time. 
What do you mean you don't have time? You can't know if you don't study. The Bible said in Timothy, it says, study to show thyself what? I prove. You can't have anything to show. You have to study the word of God. Tell your neighbor, study the word of God. You must make a choice desperately, consciously, willingly to make what? To study his word. I like it when Luke chapter 4 verse 16. It said it's when Jesus went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day he went out into the synagogues. And he, it was his custom. And he stood and read. Jesus had a custom of studying the word. In Matthew chapter 4. The Bible said when the devil tempted Jesus. Do you know what he said? In Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. Jesus answered it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. How did he know? He studied it. Verse number 7, Jesus said, it is written. He said, do not put the Lord your God to test. How did he know? He studied it. Verse number 10, Jesus said, Jesus said unto him, away from me, Satan, for it is written. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. How did he know? He studied it. Christians of those days, we don't want to study the word of God. You make a choice. A desperation. David said, he, he, he figuratively said, as the deer panted for the water broke, I can't get up without seeing you, without reading your word, without having fellowship with you. The second thing you have to do, I know you know this already, is the, at, the attitude of prayer and fasting. Praise the Lord. We eat so much that it looks as if we are doing eating competition. Praise God. Somebody said, I have the gift of eating. I said, I've not seen that one yet. Praise the Lord. This week, I saw a boy who ate his first plate. And the first place was leveled. It was, <laughs> it was a leveled one. Then he went for the second one. You know the kind of meal you see after knowing what the person ate in the first one? You will tell the person, I know you can't eat this. I am willing to say, you can, if you eat this one, I will clap for you. And the boy started. I don't know where the food went to. But he stood up and said, I told you I will eat it. Precious one, it is simple. The Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone. Hallelujah. He said, the second one is the act of prayer and fasting. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 7, he said, pray without word. Season. I'm not talking about prayer. I'm just telling you, giving you information about the things you need to do. In Mark chapter 11 verse 24, it said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye will receive them, and, and ye shall receive them. Precious one, I don't walk by the principles of this world. I walk by the principle and authority of heaven. You can't put me down if God has not put me down. Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. I sometimes, I try to look around to, to look for trouble. I sometimes, I remember those days, I used to say that, I wish I can get some, some, some power somewhere to test my, to check whether I'm okay. I remember there was a time I went for a crusade, in the, in the crusade grounds. We were put in a place where we were praying for everybody who was sitting under the anointing. And that time, I think in 1996, and I was standing there with the Hadak folks. I was one of the youngest among them, the youngest. And I was standing there and praying in tongues. And I saw a very, very, a very, very 
uh, elderly woman who came to me in very short in stature and she came and located me like this and one thing went through my heart I said because she's realized I'm the weakest vessel so she's come to me I said no you are lying I started I you see, some of you you have to you have to try your, your your tongues the tongues you speak the baptism of the Holy Ghost sometimes you have to speak it into situation to see whether it is really it's, it's got the potency when in your workplace, some people start accusing you. You spend time to pray in the spirit. And see whether there will be a bit of change. There are things I do to change atmospheres. You want to control things. You must, the Bible said Jesus went and fasted. When he came down, the whole nation followed him. Let me rush you. The third one is you have to meditate. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says, Blessed is the, is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked and stand in the ways of sinners. But his delight is in the word of the Lord. He meditates on it day and night. These are things you do. They are not, they are not for, your, for your notebook. They are things you practicalize. They are not easy to embark on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm finishing now. You must make a choice to want to know the third one. I said the first one you have to know God. The second one you have to know his word. Now the third one I will talk about the, 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 the fourth to sixth later on. The next one is you have to choose to make his word your law. A law is a rule usually made by a government that is used to order the way in which a society behaves. When you know his word, it becomes a law. I can't touch it. That is what Joseph said. He said, I can't intoxicate myself with this fleshly thing. Potiphar's wife, I have a law. His word is my law. If I disobey it, I, have a, I, have, I will face something. You must make his law your word your He said in Psalm 119 verse 1 verse 105. He said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Where there is no light, I don't enter. Where his word has not given me direction, I don't go. His word has become a law. And the light unto my path. Psalm 119 verse 11 says what? He said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. It's not because of who is watching, but because God's word has become a law. It can become a law when you are ignorant about it. Praise the Lord. He said in John chapter 5 verse 19. He said, okay, let me have the communion, please. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Very, very, I say unto you, The son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do. For what things soever he does, this also the son likewise. Praise God. I am here to tell you Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. He said that there that I may know him. Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Precious one you need to make his word your law. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I like it. Where to earn it? 
Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 be it said but the people that do know their God they shall work strong and they will do what they will do exploit you want to go to when I discovered this revelation before I thought you go for a job and you beg them for the job ah I moved to a new level I pray the same grace over your life I saw a, a deep insight of when I go for interview I tell them I am declining the job because you haven't got these facilities they said don't worry please we are begging you we will provide them for you when you go for an interview and you are of the Lord and you shoot your salary and you say what you requested when they look at you they say we can't let you go because the Bible said that Daniel was a man of greatness government came and they could not reject him why? because there was the hand of the Lord upon him no wonder he said them that know their God shall work strong and do a boy who told you we are beggars we are to command things we are to walk on high places he said we are the head and not the tail we can't become the head and, 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 and we can't become the head when we don't know God we must know him to become what he says we will become oh Hi. forget about listen there are certain people they are different listen there are people who are not I met a lady and we were talking and we, we said MOT. He said, what is MOT? I said, you are driving, you don't know MOT. He said, yes, I don't know MOT. I said, why? You don't do your MOT. He said, no, 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 I don't do my MOT. I said, why? It, MOT is the check you do when your car is after three years. And he, he said, oh, no, I don't have that problem. I only drive cars under the age of three years. So I don't do those things. When I discovered the secret, a man of God told me, he said, I was in my hotel and the Lord commanded somebody to my hotel. And specifically, they gave the person the number of my hotel room and he knocked and he said, the Lord said, I should bring you this seed. When I discovered the secret that God can trigger the heart of people, the Bible said the king could not sleep because Mordecai must be favored. There are certain people who are sleeping and the Lord, there is something called dream. God can speak to people in the... Joseph was in prison. Joseph came out because the Lord laid a dream on somebody. But why can't the Lord lay a dream on somebody for you? I pray over your life that today you will walk in the supernatural. Stand on your feet. These things doesn't just what? Happen. The Bible said, it said, I want to help you. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 26, verse 26. The Bible says he took the bread and broke it. And the Bible says he said, this is my body, I'm breaking it for you. The Bible says when he took the bread, he thanked God and he broke it. And the Bible said he took the wine and blessed it. And he said, eat and drink. The drink symbolizes the spirit. The bread symbolizes the, the body. Process one, if you don't know the Lord, you can't partake in this fellowship. But I want to give you the opportunity. If you don't know the Lord, you can accept him. Today, I want you to know. Sister Grace, there is a change of hand in your life. Something will happen to you before November. Hmm? You don't understand what I'm saying because I just caught it in the spirit. 
November will be a special month in your life. This year will not end without you being glorified. As this bread is coming around, you want to fellowship with God. You want to eat this and say, Father, strengthen my body. Reconnect, regenerate, revive me, my spirit, that I may be able to conform to your image. Let me have the singers on the stage. While this is coming around, you are praying. You've heard the word of God, you want to pray. You want to pray to God, Father, strengthen me. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I want to draw closer to you. Never let me go. I laid all down again. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. As I'm fellowshipping with you, draw me close to you. I want you to pray and begin to say to God, draw me close to you. As I eat this, as I fellowship with you. Precious one, it is not just knowing somebody. It is personalized. It is idiosyncratic. It is particular to you. You have to make that decision yourself. You want to choose him. You want to know him. You want to make his word your law. If his word says no, you don't do it. If it says yes, you do it. You want to pray to God and say, Lord, I've not allowed you to take control of my life. I want you to pray and be, don't eat it yet. Wait for me. I want you to begin to pray. Say, Lord, strengthen me. Lord, I need you in my whole family. I want you to lift me up. I want you to glorify me. Most have not pursued you, but I want to follow hard after you. I want to see your glory in my life. This is your time. Thank you. Says my desire. I see God is changing your footstep right now. The Bible says He took the bread and thank God. We thank God for His body. We thank Him for sacrificing that body on the cross. As we eat this, may God quicken our mortal being. To begin to walk the walk he wants us to walk. To follow him wholeheartedly. Without any alteration or reservation. In Jesus' name. Let's have the bread. Thank you, Father. The Bible said, eat the bread. Eat it. Something is about to happen in your body right now. There was somebody here. There is issues, you know it, you are a man. There is issue with your man, with God is intervening in the name of Jesus. God is intervening in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The doctors cannot detect what it is, they will know. But God is healing you right now. The Bible says He took the wine and blessed it. As you drink this blessed wine, may blessings follow you. May you see the blessings of the Lord in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. You may have it. I pray for you today. That may the hand of the Lord come upon you. May God strengthen you. May you not just follow the, the truth. But may you know God for yourself. May you draw closer to him. May you see the glory of God in your life. As you walk with him, 
may you walk in his power and glory may nothing hinder you may nothing stop you may you be blessed and highly favored in jesus name amen shall we share the grace